Good evening. I'm Paul DiRienzo with the headlines. Former President Donald Trump was on the witness stand in Manhattan court for three minutes today in another civil suit for sexual abuse brought by advice columnist E. Jean Carroll. A jury had already found Trump tried to force himself on Carroll in 1996 in the dressing room of Bergdorf Goodman and awarded her $5 million. She could get another $10 million on this go-round. Trump violated Judge Lewis Kaplan's instructions, calling the allegations a false accusation from the stand, claiming he was defending the country. On his way out of the courtroom, Trump said, this is not America, repeating it three times. And in Israel's war on Gaza, a strike by Israeli aircraft killed 20 Palestinians and wounded 150 more as they lined up for food on Thursday. Gaza's health ministry says nearly 26,000 Gazans have been killed since October 7th. They also warned of disease outbreaks as hospitals have come under fire. The Palestine Red Crescent Society reported an ongoing siege and attacks by Israeli forces on their ambulance headquarters and Al-Amal Hospital in Khan Yunus, with patients being moved to other surrounding hospitals that are also bracing for attacks. On Wednesday, Israeli protesters blocked aid trucks at the Rafah border. The United States said on Thursday it had opened a diplomatic channel with Israel to discuss the mounting death toll. The World Court has its say on Friday when it makes a decision whether to accept a complaint against Israel from South Africa of carrying out genocide. State Department spokesperson Vedant Patel. I'm not going to commit any U.S. government action uh, from up here within the um, auspices of any body. What I can say is that we believe that the, the allegations that started this process that Israel is committing genocide, we believe those to be unfounded. The court's final decision on genocide in Gaza could take two years. Its binding cannot be appealed. Israel and the United States have a long history, though, of ignoring the United Nations when it comes to Palestinians. S. Michael Link is a professor of law at Western University in London, Ontario. He was special rapporteur for human rights in occupied Palestine. He says Israel could ignore the court. That puts the United States in a corner. It would have to decide whether for the fourth time during the course of this particular war, it would then try to veto another Security Council resolution demanding a ceasefire in the aftermath of the decision coming from the ICJ. The United States and its allies have been pushing for a separate Palestinian country as part of a two-state solution, but Michael Link says that's an invitation for abuse by Israel. It's their sweet spot when the United States and Europe say over and over again, we want a two-state solution. That assumes that a two-state solution is still possible. And as long as they say that, Israel can keep on putting more and more settlers and allowing more and more settlements to be established in East Jerusalem and the West Bank, thereby negating the possibility of a two-state solution. Link adds the recent 153 to 10 vote by the UN General Assembly demanding an immediate ceasefire was vetoed by the United States the fourth veto by the United States of attempts to get a ceasefire in Gaza, showing a deep divide between the Northern Hemisphere nations and the Global South. We now have a court of 15 full-time judges at the International Court of Justice, eight of whom come from the Global South, six of whom come from the Global North, and then there's Russia. I'm not sure where you put Russia with respect to this. If South Africa wins and uh, provisional measures are granted, or if South Africa loses, you'll see strong dissents one way or the other coming from some judges from the global north and the global south reflecting the very different perspectives on this war. 
In related news, Israeli forces have been steadily pushing hundreds of thousands of Palestinian refugees further and further south in Gaza, eventually up to the border with Egypt. Egypt has warned Israel about setting up buffer zones that could damage ties between the two countries. In national news, Senator Bernie Sanders announced his Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee, which is investigating astronomical drug prices in the United States, with subpoena drug company CEOs next week. The CEO of Merck needs to explain to the American people why they charge diabetes patients in the United States $6,900 for Genuvia, when the exact same product can be purchased in Canada for 900 the subpoenas would be the first issued by the committee in more than 40 years. And finally, NASA said on Thursday its miniature robot helicopter on Mars named Ingenuity, it's the first object to make powered flights on another planet, can no longer fly, ending a mission that lasted a lot longer than expected. Ingenuity made more than 70 flights before it failed to make contact with the Mars rover Perseverance. In 1939, a radio program called War of the Worlds spooked Americans about a Mars invasion. In fact, Earth invaded first. Paul Durienzo, New York.